1: you.
2: Two Upfront, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colbert. And this
0: is Simon Provan. Simon,
2: a Wednesday edition of the show. Are you serious?
0: Seriously? Why well, hey, goodness. that just meant I could actually come back for two weeks in a I row. I know. We were
2: concerned whether or not it would be a One Up Front segment this yeah. week or if we had to call in Corey Plath off the bench, even though he would have been a marvelous sub. But Always is. But you were is. able to fulfill your duties as the, the Two Up Front man next side to me. So, welcome back.
0: Well, I'm excited to be here, Baxter. I hope you are as well. I am.
2: I'm excited to talk about We've got a lot of different things to talk about on the show today. U.S. Open Cup Final taking place tonight. The UEFA Champions League is in full swing. Major League Soccer playoffs right around the corner. Who's in, who's out. And, of course, the Barclays Premier League and all the chaos that always circles around with that as well. But before we get to any of that, we want to take a moment to remind you that you can catch us on Sports Radio America from 3 to 6 Eastern on Fridays. You can also get us on demand anytime you want on Spreaker.com, iTunes, and on iHeartRadio as well. And then social media, Simon, where are we?
0: Facebook, we are on 2UpFront, uh, and on Twitter, we are at 2 Soccer. We also have an Instagram handle as well. It's also at 2 up front Soccer. Yes, indeed. And, of course, our personal Twitter handles... It is at Baxter Colburn and at Simon Provan. Yes, I th- indeed. I, I put the wrong emphasis on the wrong I syllable. Uh, Did I Colburn?
2: I <laughs> usually, the R in Colburn is not as emphasized. you right. Made it, but it worked. It was, it's fine. I don't. I don't mind at all. But anyway, we're glad to have you along here, guys. We are going to be talking about uh, the wonderful world of soccer. Simon and I have our new power rankings as well for our top five MLS teams as we get ready to close out uh, another exciting MLS season. Well, Simon, as we get ready to roll here with our show, I feel like we need to just take a moment and just bask in the wonderfulness that is Didier Drogba.
0: My goodness, man. You know... I was excited uh, in a way about him coming to the league because of the leadership I thought he'd yes. bring and these younger players being able to learn from him. I had no idea Baxter that he'd take the 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 league by storm like he has.
2: Absolutely, I mean, look, he has been a, he has appeared in six total games for the Impact. He has seven goals and one assist, twenty six total shots, twelve on target. The man continues to dominate week in and week out. There's absolutely no reason that he shouldn't, you know, continue to be one of the best players in the league. It's a very long shot that he'll win MVP, but if he is the complete force that brings Montreal into the playoffs, does he deserve at least a, a pa-
0: partial consideration? I think a partial consideration, but you do have to have a full season of work to really be considered MVP. You know, you could say if there were a, a specifically a DP MVP, perhaps yes. he'd win. I mean, you still got Giovinco up in Toronto, which, you know, looking at some stuff, it looks like MLS is basically just giving Giovinco that trophy already. I hope not. Uh, but, the, you know, the, what impressed me the most about Drogba is that Chicago Fire game. The Fire was up 3-1. to one. Drogba carried the impact on his back. Got a hat-trick that game, every single one of those goals being a nice goal. And it seems like ever since that game, the impact have found belief in themselves, and it all goes back to the one man that is... Drogba.
2: Well, he made a solid impact in the game by scoring a perfect well hat trick. Well done, uh, I do it, I've been <laughs> hanging around to you too long. That's he right. scored with his left, he scored with his right, and he scored with his head. In the soccer world, that's considered a perfect hat trick, as you're using all three possible scoring mechanisms of your body. Aside from, like, is it a is
0: it a quad then? If you make one with your chest as I don't well, exactly.
2: No, okay. how it works, you know. I mean, or your butt is that like another goal? Like, but yes, the, you the, had to
0: take it that well, far. Back say, I've
2: seen some butt goals. I've that's, seen that's, few, true. You know, that's true. That's true. That's true. Player gets turned around true. in the box on a, you know corner kick or whatever and like butts it in as long as it goes in that doesn't matter how you score uh so the montreal impact though they are looking at a possible playoff berth they sit in sixth place right now in the eastern conference with 42 points they are currently four points ahead of the next competitor which is orlando city we'll be talking about orlando city a wee bit later on
0: in the show but our uh,
2: montreal they've got 12 wins 11 losses six draws
0: well, and the, the key here as well is not only are they above Orlando City by those five points, but they also have two games in hand over Orlando. They do. That's the great it, part about as it. As far as I'm concerned, Baxter, I think the Eastern Conference is pretty well wrapped up.
2: Yes, and we made mention of that in our show last week that we do not see much uh, competition coming from Orlando, New York City, the Philadelphia Union. Chicago Fire have already been eliminated from playoff contention. I do find it great, though, that Montreal has tallied 42 total goals this season. Uh, they are uh, one of the top goal-scoring teams uh, in the Eastern Conference, although I do find it interesting on the other side of that that New York City, who have scored 46 goals, are not in playoff contention with all the goals they've scored, but because they've allowed 51 51, goals.
0: right. Well, it's actually, it's, I think it's very impressive Not not only do they uh, get 42 goals on the season, Montreal, that is, but they're sitting in the sixth seed, and they've got a positive goal differential. Yeah. I mean, a plus three. And you look at teams above them, you got DC United. (laughs) DC United is so lucky that they started the season so hot because mm-hmm. there's no reason they should be sitting in fourth no. place with how bad they've been playing. Their winless streak, ridiculous. Uh, but there you go. It, it does go to show that as much as people like to say those early games don't really mean anything, they do in this it case. It
2: does. Yeah, I mean, that's a classic case for even the Vancouver Whitecaps right now sitting in second place in the Western Conference. They started off the regular season and even partially the midseason relatively hot. They've got 15 total wins. They're sitting in second place in the Western Conference with 48 points. With the way they've been playing recently, there's probably no reason that they should be a number two seed, but like you mentioned, they cashed in early on some of those key games, and that's why they're sitting in a good spot
0: so far. And if they do win their next game, they actually will be in the... The top seed in the Western Conference. They
2: will. They will, they will, depending on, you know, the LA Galaxy. The the LA Galaxy are such a, an ever-changing force, I feel like. But even still, though, with the Montreal Impact and Didier Drogba, it's exciting to see soccer fans actually caring about what's going on in Montreal.
0: Absolutely. Because
2: Canada, yes, they've got three teams. They've got Toronto, who's been a consistent disappointment. They've got the Vancouver Whitecaps, who I feel like Canadian fans don't mind Vancouver, mm-hmm. but it's almost a hassle because Vancouver's so far out of the normal Canadian area.
0: Right, and, and I, w- I will say, even with the Cascadia Cup, uh, you know that rivalry really is Portland and Seattle. It really and is. And Vancouver's kind of like, yeah, you can be a part of this.
2: Vancouver's like the third brother out of the three teams that's the littlest brother. It's like, can I play too? Right, and, right. They occasionally... and, they, and they've
0: all been around for 40 years, yeah. you know, in some variation. But uh, but it is interesting how there's there's so much vitriol in those Portland-Seattle games, mm-hmm. yet when Vancouver's there, it's it's like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, it's you can never come to the publicized
2: table. as much. It's always just like, a, oh, it's a Cascadia game, and it's Seattle and Vancouver, it's Seattle and, or it's Portland and Vancouver, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, mm-hmm. great, but it's, oh, Seattle and Portland, holy cow. It's right. like, okay, well, sure, Vancouver's done a fair job so far this season. They're the highest out of the three Cascadia teams mm-hmm. They, right they are. as well. Yeah. So, uh, Although
0: Seattle did officially win the Cascadia Cup, if I remember they correctly. They did, yes. So. They did
2: end up taking up that uh, that trophy. And I mentioned this off-air to you, too, Simon, as I was trying to go through Montreal's website. It is all in French, and uh, <laughs> I do not parlez-vous français. Uh, I was very confused because Didier Drogba has seven butts. <laughs> right. I don't know yes. what a butt is, but apparently it's a goal because uh, he is second. He's,
0: well, that goes back to what you were saying. Maybe he'll, Maybe we've, like misread these games. Maybe they actually were all butt goals. May- <laughs> that is very true.
2: Because, yeah, I was looking like, okay, so uh, Ignazio Piatti and Didier Drogba, Dominic Corduro, oh, they have seven and eight butts, respectively. Uh, the Passures is Piatti with six. The Thierry's is Ignazio Piatti with 54. I was like, wait, what the heck are butts and Passures? And- now, I
0: did take a little French. Let's just clarify. It's actually, I believe it's boots, boots. and not butts. Uh, but I mean, but, but- come on.
2: It's more fun to say but It is than, more than fun. Boots. Let's be honest. Let's be honest about this. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what's going on with the Google. It just—I uh, tried to translate, and assists turned into smugglers. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure, but Piate has smuggled six times
0: this season. Whatever that. It would be a great stat if it actually was a stat. Yeah. Like, some type of. Uh, this is know. like
2: direct. I feel like direct. <laughs> I, I feel change. like
0: smugglers would be a stat for the for the uh, the goal the ball boys. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. They smuggled
2: six balls out, and then <laughs> for shots. Taken, it's shots fired.
0: Shots f- well, I like that. Yeah, That's shots great. fired.
2: So this is like a literal translation for Google right. as they're trying to figure out what exactly the impact <laughs> website is doing. They've got everything else correct, but for saves they have stops instead okay. of saves. Okay, that makes so sense. The French language converted to English, I love it. But smugglers, probably the best. Top part of, notch. I yes. love it. Well done, Montreal. Well done. Well, Simon, uh, I feel like we've come to the time in our show, as we do in our first segment, uh, to our 50-50 segment. And we have an interesting topic as we're going to shoot back across the pond to talk about our 50-50 segment today. We'll be talking about the great man, uh, the mastermind of the Chelsea Football Club, Jose Mourinho.
0: Yes.
2: Or Jose Mourinho, depending on where you're located. I've heard Jose, I've heard Jose, I've heard Jose Jose Mourinho. I'm like, okay, it's whatever it is, its is.
0: I'm going like, to go with Jose. Let's Jose. Jose Mourinho? Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, that's fine. That's fair. It's fun to say that way. Yeah,
2: it's like Jose Altador. It's like, well, that actually is. Yeah, you don't hear it. It's like <laughs> Jose. Like, no, it's Josie. Anyway, we're going to be debating this week of whether or not we feel that Jose Mourinho should be fired.
0: Oh, So we're going to say Jose?
1: Oh, Jose, uh, <laughs> Coach Mourinho, the Chelsea football <laughs> manager. Manager.
0: Whether or not he should be fired, we get forty
2: five seconds each equals ninety seconds, which equals a soccer match. Forty five and forty five is ninety, a soccer match. Yay, woo. And uh yeah, that's about it. And then we'd like to hear from you guys on Twitter as well or Facebook. Remember you can hit us up at uh two up front soccer at Baxter Colburn at Simon Provan, and then two up front on Facebook as well. All right, Simon, would you like to go first? Would you like me to go first? I'd like
0: you to go first. I think I went first last time. I think so. you did. Okay. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah, all right.
2: that's, that's fairly fine. You all set? Uh, sure.
0: All right, give us the good word. Go.
2: Okay. Well, I believe that Jose, Marie, Jose, whatever the heck his name is, should not be fired, regardless of being able to pronounce his name or not. Yes, Chelsea sit at 14th place in the Barclays Premier League right now with a record of 2-2 two, two, and 3, but the team is loaded with enough stars. The team has plenty of options going forward for attacking. Yes, it might be a slow start for Chelsea. They still have one of the best squads, one of the best managers in European football. You've seen the way that Chelsea is capable of winning big games. Yes, I know that they just lost to Porto in the UEFA Champions League second round, but that doesn't define who Chelsea is. Chelsea has a lot of depth on the attacking front. The defense is a tad shaky, but Mourinho, as we've seen in the past,
0: is playing out in the future. So don't fire him. All right, stop. There you go. I don't mean the, you know like hey stop talking. Ah, that was no. that's that's what the button on the phone said stop. Ah, sure. So.
2: You were speaking through the phone to me. I understand. Yes, that. yes. All right, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, go.
0: I'm basically going to take all the arguments that you used and flip them right back on of you, Baxter. You are. Of course, Jose Mourinho is a uh, he's a mastermind when it comes to club soccer. Let's just let's say that. Yeah. Uh, but you look at the results: a draw against Newcastle United. They lose to Everton, which, come on, they should. <laughs> they lose to Crystal no Palace. They, they sneak out a win over West Brom. They lose to Manchester City, which, okay, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they draw with Swansea City. So if this was any other manager, he would be on the hot seat. I don't think just because it's Jose Mourinho that he should be given a pass. Uh, he does have a very talented team. He's been saying from the beginning, though, that he doesn't have a defense. He doesn't have a defense. Mm-hmm. To me, he's become the excuse machine. And I say Saranara.
2: Time's up. Well done. Yeah, I I would agree with you on that one. You hear rumors every other day about if they're going to bring in John Stones, which they realized they weren't able to. We've heard about um, Braslan Ivanovich. That's his last name, not Ibrahimovic. Ivanovich possibly being replaced because of his poor form recently on the defensive side of the ball. You know, The goalkeeper, Thibaut Courtois, he's out for a few months with an injury. It doesn't look good on the back, but maybe this is because Courtois is not in goal. If you put Courtois in... Maybe the results are a little different, especially against lower teams like Crystal Palace, even Everton,
0: no offense, but, or even, you know,
2: maybe they wouldn't have allowed two goals
0: against West Brom. Right. Well, and now you got John Terry talking about possibly going to China
2: might as well just <laughs> bring them to MLS I know these players that are like I want to go to China just stop come to Major League Soccer yeah. play a year or two yeah I know you'll continue to fuel the retirement league but still like well, they,
0: they you more know, money and more publicity here and you wonder how much though is are they using MLS or China or Cutter as their uh, negotiating tools as well fair maybe. enough
2: alright we're gonna go to a break this is two up front don't go anywhere Back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn.
0: This is Simon Provan. All
2: right, Simon. The UEFA Champions League continuing to roll. Hello on Periscope to all of you watching. Hello from Florida. Well hey, hello. that's your home state. I'm from Florida. Naples, yeah. Florida is where I call home occasionally when I'm not living up here in Wisconsin. I don't know where you are from in Florida, but hello and thank you for watching. It's nice to have one of my my fellow countrymen. Oh, Tampa. Tampa. All okay. Right. Just I've, about two hours north of
0: me. I've got a brother, too, who lives uh, right. down, down in the Maybe area know there. each other. All right. You never know. By the way, thanks for clarifying it wasn't Tamp that it's Tampa. That's yes. awesome. Some, maybe the locals call it <laughs> Tamp. They're there you right? go. There you uh, go. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's Tampa, Florida. It's not Tampa Bay.
0: <laughs> so I, I know we're doing a little uh, impromptu interaction here with our Florida fan. I'm I'm curious if you're a uh, Rowdies fan at all, since Ooh, you're there in Tampa. Tampa Bay Rowdies Wait yeah. for a reply here. Absolutely.
2: Well, while we do that, while we wait for the reply, yes. here, we'll see. Um, the uh, UEFA Champions League. Oh, shit. Absolutely. Okay. Well All right. done. All right. You, never f- cool. you don't find a lot of rowdy fans. No. At least that are willing to admit it.
0: And Freddie Adu finally made a, a, an appearance again. Finally. Oh. Yeah. he's. I don't know if he's been injured or not, but apparently he finally got some minutes down in Tampa Interesting. Bay. Interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah. I want to just sidetrack for just a moment because this is what we do. Oh, yes, yes. Is Freddie Adu the Tim Tebow of the soccer world?
0: Mm, that's a good question. Uh, I'm not uh, – Well, he's at least still playing. But I guess there isn't like a second division NFL. No. Although Arena Football League is kind of the second division. He could play in Canada if he wanted to. Which I don't know if he's tried for any of those. So I don't know. know. It's kind of an apples oranges thing for me.
2: A little bit in terms of, you know, well, you always hear about Tim Tebow wanting to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Freddie Mm -hmm. Mm I was so hyped and then just kind of didn't. Had his few good years and didn't pan out. Well,
0: and I kind of feel like there's a difference in attitude there as well. You never hear Tebow saying that he deserves to be a starter. True. um, Where you hear Freddie say that quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, It was nice to see Freddie swallow his pride a bit and finally come back over and sign with the NASL. But, I mean, there were a number of years there where he's traveling around the globe trying to find a team, and he's still saying that he is uh, national team material. Mm, No. Not right now, Freddie. Maybe
2: better luck next time. Yeah, I, I, Freddie, you do. I don't. I did. I liked him when I was a kid, but now I'm at you know such a, an old person now.
0: We know one thing's for sure. What's that? We won't see him playing in the UEFA Champions League.
2: True. Very true. <laughs> <I> was <laughs> that, like, that was
0: me setting you up to. Thank uh, you. Yes, <laughs> I was
2: like. That's true. Yes, Tampa <laughs> Bay is not qualified. But anyway, yes, the UEFA
0: Champions. So League? speaking of the Champions
2: oh, League, oh, the Champions See, League. See, that's what I was. I well was, I was done. giving you that softball pitch. Oh, thank you. And I, <laughs> I completely missed. I was busy waving to a fan. I don't know. All right. Well, yes, uh, the first of the two rounds of action going on uh, that took place on Tuesday and then Wednesday for UEFA Champions League.
0: Let me interrupt you. Please. Fifth minute, Wolfsburg scored a goal. Oh! So they are up 1-0 on Man United. How crazy. For those of you listening on Sports Radio America, and it's Friday, I understand we're kind of, it sound like we're backtracking, yes, yes. but, but we do this live. We like to follow live, so... I don't That's see huge. here yet who has scored, but Wolfsburg up on, there we go, uh, Caliguria. Ah, Is that Cali- how you say it?
2: I believe so. Right-footed shot from the center of the box to the high center of the goal, assisted by Max Cruz.
0: So the English teams continue Ooh. to have a rough time here in Wolfsburg, Champions League.
2: Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg, You're
0: a Wolf- uh, Wolfsburg fan. I. I don't. I can neither confirm nor deny. Okay. All right. Whether that. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like getting the sidetracked You're all fine. over the place here. Well, speaking
2: here. of German teams, there, that's a good segue. Uh, Bayer Leverkusen jumped out to an early 1 0 lead against Barcelona, and everybody was losing their minds saying, oh my gosh, Barcelona's going to lose. They don't have Leo Messi. And then Luis Suarez was like, everybody, just chill. I got this. They ended up winning the game 2 to 1 thanks to Suarez.
0: Yes, but now Messi is out for possibly 2 months because uh, of uh, a ligament.
2: MCL I believe is what it ended up going. Down. I didn't
0: see if it was ACL or MCL or the read just said ligament. Okay, then I, know I that. think that would be the ACL. I think it right? Or is it the, no, it's probably the MCL. MCL yes, yep.
2: yes. Yeah, he's not getting surgery so Barcelona fans can breathe a sigh of, breathe a sigh of relief for that. Uh, Messi will be now that he is out, that does raise a lot of questions in terms of the amount of depth that Barcelona has as mm-hmm. well. Yes. So that might be an issue there. We'll see. Uh, one of the teams back from my home country, Italia, AS Roma, lost their game uh, against, I don't even know, uh, I'm just going to call him Borussiev, uh, Bate Borussiev. I'm sure there's a long, extended way to say it, but I'm going to call them Bate Okay. They lost 3-2. to two. That's all that matters at the end of the day. They lost. Um, Bayern Munich destroyed Dynamo Zagreb by a score of 5-0. 5 Robert Lewandowski has 10
0: goals in two games. And he's hungry for more, he said. Give it to him. Should be. Feed him. Feed the (laughs) the beast.
2: Uh, One of the more uh, surprising, or maybe not, depending on how you view it, uh, was Olympiacos grabbing a 3-2 victory against Arsenal. But if you are Arsene Wenger and you don't start Petr Cech or Aaron Ramsey, you're just begging for it.
0: Not only that, but uh, yeah, you don't have Peter checking the goal and your goalkeeper basically scores that his is... an own goal. <sighs> I, I saw you know that. I have to say I watched the video I I actually I don't see any angle that shows the ball was, there was completely no, did over the line. Do they not have goal
2: line technology in Champions well, League? They,
0: apparently they're not using it because it was it was the uh, the assistant ref that's on the goal line there that called it a goal.
2: It should still get a buzz on the watch because I agree, but I don't agree, the, but I don't, like, oh, I don't think they were
0: using it for at least for it that was, game.
2: I, the angles I saw because they saw they showed about four or five different yeah. angles. I never saw an official one that was like oh that's clearly over. Right. It looked like it was, but. I would have loved to have seen if any part of the ball touched the line or not.
0: Yeah, I mean, every angle I saw, to me it looked like it was not a goal. But, uh, uh, you know, at the same time, we're watching it from different angles. The lines of the assistant ref is right there on the goal line. The line. So, so yeah, but anyways, it, either way, that was just a ridiculous. There's no reason
2: that Arsenal bowl. should be losing to Olympiacos. And now Bayern Munich is going to be getting back Roban and Frank Ribéry and one other guy, his name is escaping me, all when they take on Arsenal in the next game. So Arsenal might as well just start 0-3. And Well,
0: I'll tell you what. It, you, you had said it best. It, maybe it's not a surprise. For me, it's not a surprise. Arsenal... They seem to be a team that they're happy to get the Champions League, the club's happy for the money yes. and then that's about it.
2: Champions League play has never been Arsenal's strong suit. Let's be honest about that. I mean, if you look at the Premier League table, Arsenal, sure, they're in fourth right now with a four one and two record, thirteen. Which total again points. gets them back in Champions League. It so. does, yes. I mean I don't feel like West Ham's gonna be hanging around in that third spot too long, but Traditionally, you'll start to see the lower clubs start to sift down, and the bigger, more money clubs start to jump <laughs> straight up a little bit farther. But yeah, with Arsenal, uh, gosh, yeah, three-two loss. Um, another British club that lost was Chelsea, as they lost to the Eker
0: Eker Casillas FC Porto boys by a score of two to one. And that's the club that brought Jose Marino so yeah. much uh, fame. It's and true when he took them to first the. You, I think it was the old. UEFA Cup and then ended up winning Champions League with them.
2: Yeah, I know that's quite a quite a long time. But it,
0: ago. Uh, there too, it doesn't surprise me. Chelsea is playing so poorly in league play, and that just continues to come over it as well in the be Champions a League play.
2: Theme for them, in all honesty. All yeah. right, uh, Dynamo Kiev won two nil over Maccabi Tel Aviv. That's how I'm going to pronounce it because that's what I do. Uh, sure, good for them. Awesome, Dynamo Kiev. Uh, Valencia grabbed a one nil victory over Leon. Uh, as we thought that there would be a good opportunity for the Spanish clubs to all play at a higher level mm-hmm. this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we've not been disappointed so far. At least from uh, from Valencia and Real Madrid, Barcelona has had spotty moments, but still looked pretty good. And, and then it's they, Barcelona, exactly. You know, they can have a few bad be moments. Fine. Yep, they'll exactly. Be fine. And then the last game that took place uh, on Tuesday was Zenit Saint Petersburg winning two one over ka Ghent, or however uh, exactly it is pronounced. But either way, they ended up winning. So, good for them. Um, games that are taking place right now. We've got a few live games going on. Uh, Juventus and Sevilla are playing right now. Uh, we've also got, as you mentioned, Manchester United and uh, Wolfsburg. Real Madrid and Malmo are on right now. PSG and Shakhtar are playing. Uh, PSV Eidenhoven and CSK Moscow are on right now. Atletico Madrid and Benfica. Borussia something-something-something. Glachbahn and Manchester City are playing. And uh an earlier game we saw FC Estonia and Galatasaray uh draw two two. There you go. Champions League play is a lot of fun. I've actually been getting into it a little bit more recently than I thought I would be, but yeah, that's what you gotta do. Yeah, sometimes. you know, I
0: I admit sometimes I, I love I love the great football that's played in Champions League, but sometimes I do get a little bored because it's another one, another one of those tournaments that it's like, okay, let's see what Minnow can go as far as they can, and then, it's kinda, then we'll get to the real tournament.
2: It's kind of like the March Madness tournament for college basketball. Everyone's always right. hoping and praying like, oh, there's going to be that one team. That's gonna sneak through, and we're gonna be cheering them on, and then it's like, please, you don't right. have nearly enough money to be in this tournament. And of
0: course, I'm also being hypocritical because we look at the World Cup. It's fun to see what teams get into the round of 16. Oh, then, if you, you get that uh, minnow that ends up in the quarterfinals, but you know, eventually it's gonna be Germany, Brazil, Argentina,
2: maybe Spain uh, if they decide right. to play football, soccer. Right? You know, yeah. It's it's always hard to know exactly, but it's it's safe. It's always a safe bet. Yes.
0: And but nevertheless, it's exciting to watch. You know, it am, is. I, am I going to tune into a Sevilla, uh, berugia game? Uh, probably not. No. But if it's on the TV and when I turn it on, I'll probably sit down and watch yeah, a few it's minutes. It's still a good idea
2: it? to watch some world class players yeah. do what they do best. Well, we mentioned earlier during a fifty fifty segment, Simon about uh, Jose Mourinho. Sounds like he's French now. Um, <laughs> as uh, we mentioned, the uh, situation going on with them or with him uh, in. How we think uh, it's going to happen with um, with managers around the EPL. Mm-hmm. Three managers that are coming under a lot of fire right now are uh, Jose Mourinho, Brendan Rodgers of Liverpool, and Arsene Wenger of Arsenal. Uh, the fact that we're even talking about Arsene Wenger and Jose Mourinho being possibly fired or in the hot seat from a traditional standpoint, is a little surprising. Because usually you don't hear guys with that and the word fired or hot seat very often.
0: Right. Out of those three, I will say, I think it's very obvious that Rodgers is one that is truly on the hot seat. Liverpool have not been doing well. They're at least in the top half of the Premier League. They sit at ninth, but yes. you know they're behind some teams that you wouldn't think they would be behind. Now, that said, nobody that I know of was expecting great things out of Liverpool this year. They no. lost a number of players. Nope, I wasn't. Um, that uh, that we knew would affect them. At the same time, they've beaten some good teams. I mean, they beat Manchester United 3-1, to who, by the way, are on top of the table right now. They are. Um, you know, they had a nice home win last time out uh, on the 26th over Aston Villa, but you should be beating Aston Villa. However, they are just so inconsistent. Um, I'm not quite sure. Let's see. We're trying to get another computer in here. There we go, Baxter. There we go. I thought it work. Looking at the streams here of the Champions League games. She's Anyways, um, Mourinho, as much as I said, you know, I think he he should be on the hot seat. I don't really think he is. It's it's Jose Mourinho. Yeah. And, I, you know, if you're Chelsea and you let him go and he picks up another Premier League gig, <laughs> you don't want to play against him. No, you don't. he's you know? one of those
2: coaches that if you fire him, you're terrified to play him, like yes. you mentioned. and. And, and I've heard rumors of Liverpool looking for a new manager if Brendan Rodgers goes. I've heard Mourinho's name. I we've heard uh, was it Jurgen Klopp? I believe, yes, right. Yep. Uh, we've heard that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if Mourinho would go from Chelsea to Liverpool. That seems a bit far fetched, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I w- I think Mourinho's the type of guy that would like to see this through this at least this season with Chelsea. I Why think-
2: you can't? I feel like firing a manager after just. Even mid-season, I feel like is just not, not a smart strategy.
0: It's not smart, but we see it happen all the time Unless in the you, League. Yeah, as
2: I was gonna say, unless you are like 0 and 14 at the building, well yeah, clean house. Let's get let's sure. a move on. But if you are a competitor, you want to at least think about it. You know, be like, hey, let's, you know, we've won eight or nine games maybe. Let's just see what happens. We don't need to get all crazy and, you know, go fire the manager because – Sometimes, regardless if the team is doing well or not, firing a manager can have a massive effect on the players.
0: Absolutely, uh, but uh, what I will say though is a lot of times it seems to have a positive effect, depending on, on the, the manager. Players. I right. feel like
2: if Brendan Rodgers was fired at Liverpool, that would probably have a positive effect.
0: I do as well, and but you know everybody you hear from all the, the players, um, even even uh, Gerard, even though he left Liverpool, he still had great things to say about Brendan Rodgers. Yes. Uh, he didn't have great things to say about Benitez. Well, he had actually a few things, but he just said he didn't like the fact that he had no personal relationship mm. at all with Benitez. Um, Arsene Wenger, though, that's the wild card. I don't think he will ever be on the hot seat at Arsenal. He is, from the fans' perspective, sure. But ownership loves him. Uh, Stan Kroenke loves him. Mm-hmm. They get to the Champions League every year. You wouldn't
2: I, fire. You, you, just, you just don't say the word "fired" and Arsene Wenger in the same sentence,
0: right? You know, he's he's he's. He's to Arsenal, what obviously Sir Alex Ferguson was to Manchester United. Hmm. You can have a couple of bad years, which Ferguson didn't have many. It's going to happen. Part of soccer. Right. But, you know, he, I hate to say it, but he's making that club a lot of money every year. Mm -hmm. You know, they're they're consistently in the Champions League. They're consistently in the top four. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he feels the pressure to win league or, or to win Champions League.
2: I'd understand if they were a mid table side, you know, consistently. I would get that. I would get the fire talks. But,. Champions League they're not a solid threat. In Premier League that's what seems to be Arsenal's forte. You right. want to win the champ you want to win the Premier League as they, we mentioned the great year where Arsenal went when undefeated, undefeated they, they didn't right. lose a single game those were the Thierry Henry was a part of it. Arsenal is accustomed to winning big games. They're accustomed to winning the league. Champions League
0: is a whole nother bear. Well here here would be an interesting thing is that you know Swansea City is not having the best of years. Wouldn't it be something if Rodgers got fired from Liverpool? And then Swansea hired him because he's the one who got Swansea up into. But the what would Premier that Lake. do for Swansea's coach, though? I mean, do they just. Well, since they're doing terrible, they would probably sack their coach as well as one side. And they
2: just yeah. just trade coaches. There you go. Right. <laughs> trade coaches. Maybe it would work out for both sides. I don't know. All right, we're going to a break. We'll be right back. This is two up front. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colbert. This is Simon Provan. Welcome back inside the studios. We continue to roll on with another edition of Two Up Front. We just want to make note that you can catch us right here on Sports Radio America on Fridays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. You can also find us on demand on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and on Spreaker.com as well. We've talked about Champions League. We've talked about the Montreal Impact. We've talked about... Smugglers. We've talked about boots. We've talked about all kinds of things. You know, what we didn't
0: talk about. What did we not talk Baxter, about? Baxter. I was such a happy sports fan this weekend. Oh, what is had like? the trifecta of Ooh, wins? Trifecta. What happened? Portland Timbers goes to Columbus, desperately needing to win. Mm. Adi gets good a brace. Columbus. Yes, against a good Columbus. Adi gets a brace to take the three points in Columbus, two to one. That's huge. Everton wins in their version of Monday Night Football, three to two over West Brom after being down, and of course. Hey, a little love to the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Taking care of business against the Kansas City well Chiefs. Well done.
2: I love it. I love it. Everybody won. Everybody's happy. My Revolution tied, so, I mean, they didn't yeah, lose. Yeah. Well, there's there's still a good
0: squad. They so are. Not they're, much to worry about there. No, I'm not too concerned, honestly. Though... Every team that could have taken advantage of the loss that the Red Bulls had did not take advantage of it. No,
2: that's usually kind of how it Vancouver goes. Vancouver
0: didn't, New England didn't, and so the Red Bulls still have control of the Supporter Shield race. It's, it's in, they, they control their destiny, as they say. Not by much, but they still do control it, and they that's do.
2: all that matters at the end of the day. I mean, looking at the Supporter Shield standings right now, uh, the LA Galaxy hold the first spot with 50 points. Vancouver with 48, tied with the Red Bulls at 48 as well. FC Dallas in the Revolution and Columbus all have 47 points. And then
0: and again, you go look back at games in hand. New York has two games in hand. So they're only two points behind L.A., but they've got two games on L.A. Mm. So if they win those two games, great, they're they're, yeah. they're at the top.
2: It's a very good opportunity for that to happen. Now we know the Red Bulls have an interesting remainder of their season. They play a few decent teams. They do. But at the same time, it's one of those things that you could you feel could still work out in their favor. All right. Well, uh, Simon, tonight is the final, or for you listening, we're recording the show on Wednesday, (laughs) so take it for what it is. The U.S. Open Cup Final is taking place on Wednesday night, and it will feature Philadelphia Union and Sporting Kansas City. Philadelphia Union coming into this game, uh, if we're looking at regular season records uh, and a hot mess, Sporting Kansas City, if you're just looking purely at record, is okay. Okay. They're They're a mess, but not a hot mess. No. Philly is just a hot mess. But this is a Philly cheesesteak mess. And this is,
0: you know, it's just like what happens across the pond. You have some teams who do really great in tournaments mm-hmm. and not so great in league play. And these are two of those teams. Philadelphia made it to the final last year, ended up losing to Seattle. Yes, 3-1. Uh, right. Yes. And uh, Sporting Kansas City, oh, we got a goal here in the Champions League yeah,
2: play. PSG just scored, uh, I believe it was uh, David Luiz.
0: I believe it was. Yep, that's David a man Luis. pointing to the sky. Uh, Anyway, Sporting Kansas City as well um, has done quite well in this tournament. Oh, another goal in Champions League play. Are we going to get through this segment? Oh, my gosh. We've got
2: four different Champions League games going on in front of us right now. Uh, Wolfsburg's got a 1-0 lead on United. Um, Juventus and Sevilla are tied up, and PSG just grabbed a a 2-0 lead now on uh, the club that they're facing. David uh, Luiz getting a ricochet goal, but it still goes a goal. Ricocheted off his foot, and this keeper was left standing flat-footed and then Atletico Madrid just cashed in uh Angel Correa has got it. give gave Madrid a 1-0 lead as well in their game. All right, talking back about the US Open Cup, <laughs> uh Seattle like you did mention, yes, defeated Philly by a score of 3 to 1 last season. Uh Philadelphia's head coach, Jim Curtin, promised a young fan last year that he would make up for the loss and win win the Open Cup this year for him.
0: And they've made it to the final. They made it to where they need to be, obviously, to win that trophy. Yes. Uh, Here's an interesting stat for you. If Philly wins, they would be the first club from Philadelphia to win the U.S. Open Cup since 1966, which is also when England won the World Cup. Ah, Uh, coincidence? The Ukrainian Nationals. That's, of course, back in the day when every single club here in the U.S., had some ethnic tie to it. Uh, if Kansas City wins, uh, they've got a little more recent history. They they, they won the Cup in 2012.
2: It would be their third major title in the last four seasons mm-hmm. between MLS Cup and U.S. Open Cup. Right. And that only can be rivaled by the LA Galaxy. Who That's won right. won three MLS Cups in the last four seasons. Uh, an interesting stat about this game, uh, obviously the last time these two teams met in uh, Open Cup play was back in 2012 where Sporting Kansas City won 2-0. Uh, as part of their uh, U.S. Open Cup championship run. Uh, But what is even more interesting is both teams have played four games, and we've seen two draws and two wins for the Union. Sporting has outright won all of their games 4-0. Sporting has scored 13 goals in four games. The Union have scored four. Statistically speaking, Sporting should run
0: all over Philadelphia. Statistically. They should. They should. And, you know, it's always hard to call the final in this because emotions are high. Uh, they're playing in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I I I do think sporting will end up raising the cup. I agree. Um, I tweeted that out earlier today that I got, think. You, you got players like Dom Dwyer, Benny Failhaber. Christian uh, Namath. Christian Namath. Matt
2: Beesler, Seth Sinovich. Yeah, the right. list goes on. And the Ro- Roger Espinosa. Yeah, the, the list goes on and on. Pablo Nagamora, another fantastic. They just have a great roster of strong core players. Graham Zeus, you can't forget about Graham. What a
0: guy. Right. And it's one game now. It's down to one game. It is. So, yeah, Leave they've it been suffering the in tonight. league play, but this is one game. A trophy's on the line. I think we see these guys come together and take care of business.
2: I'd agree with you on that one. Folks are saying that Philly, it's Philly's year, it's Philly's year. Yeah, sure, maybe, but just because you're hosting the game doesn't always mean it. For Sporting, they're probably, yes, okay, it's a cup final. Okay, sure. Philly's or Sporting is viewing it as an away game, so they're going to go in, realizing that the atmosphere is going to be against them. But like you mentioned, it's a cup final. They're going to put their best players on the field. They're going to come at Philadelphia with all they have. They've only conceded four total goals during their four games that they've played. Uh, They have fired off 27 total shots. um, or I'm sorry, uh, 36 total shots, putting 27 of those on target. As we know, Philadelphia, they're struggling to figure out their goalkeeper situation as well um, just because of What's going on? Is it gonna be Andre uh Andre Blake? Is it gonna be John McCarthy? It's gonna be kind of a hot mess to figure out exactly. More than likely it's gonna be John McCarthy who's played very well in the previous four US Open Cup mm-hmm. matches, but Philadelphia, they're still trying to fight for a playoff spot in major league soccer also, but like you mentioned, this is a one game and one tournament. It's got to be all hands on deck.
0: You know, I, I will say one thing about Philly. What's impressive is that they had that draw with New England, and yet they rested a lot of their starters because they were saving them mm-hmm. for this game. Sporting did the same. Right, right. So... We'll see what happens in league play after this as well. But uh, what's what's exciting about this, Baxter, is it's finally on a decent channel it that is. just about Fox everybody can Sports
2: watch. Fox Sports
0: 34? <laughs> no, Fox Sports 33. Oh. It's been bump- no, ESPN 2. The game will finally be on ESPN 2. There were a number of years there where U.S. soccer had sold the rights to this tournament to... I don't it know. YouTube? So, it, it wasn't, well, it's been on YouTube, but there was, I forget, It's it's a, I don't even think the channel exists anymore, but Fox maybe, maybe it was the old Gold TV or something like that. <gasps>
2: right, 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 right.
0: Um, which barely anybody got. So it's finally, I don't know if U.S. Soccer is paying to air at this time. I, I don't care. They made a great decision. The oldest tournament in this country out of any sport. This is the 102nd edition My of the U.S. Open Cup, which now, of course, is named after Lamar Hunt. Uh, I hope it's a great game, that the ratings at least do decent, mm-hmm. and, and I hope teams continue to take this tournament more and more seriously, just as it seems like the teams in CONCACAF Champions League are finally starting to take that tournament serious. Yes. And the reason those two go hand-in-hand hand is the winner of this gets a pass to the CONCACAF Champions League. And Whether or not that's—I feel like
2: from a CONCACAF Champions League standpoint, that would probably be beneficial if it was sporting over Philly,
0: but— But either way—
2: We saw Montreal this last year do really well, and they're an okay team pre-Drogba. Sure. And now we see possibly Philly— Philly doesn't have a ton of stars on their squad, but they could still make a bit of a noise. But, but what Marcus. can happen
0: there is we saw it with DC United when they won the Open Cup, and they had a uh, very poor season in league. Is what happens is is MLS gives them, I believe it's a hundred thousand hmm. dollars to boost their roster to help them in Champions League play. Uh, DC is doing quite well in Champions League's play. Champions League play, yes. Um, because of that boost they got with that extra allocation money, maybe we see the same thing happen with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. But for teams that are fighting for playoff spots, uh, this at least whoever wins this guarantees them a way into the Concacaf Champions League. So it's it's a bigger deal, and it keeps getting to be a bigger deal as we see teams doing poorly in league play, but then doing well in this tournament.
2: Yeah, no, I'd agree with you on that one. Yeah, you mentioned poor league play. Philadelphia they sit in ninth place right now in the Eastern Conference standings with nine total wins. They're 9, 15, and 7. Losing 15 games in a regular season never really guarantees you a chance to make the playoffs. However, I, it is the Eastern Conference, right. so anything is physically possible.
0: And, it, you know, they lose one more. They're basically out. Montreal wins and Toronto. Well, if Toronto draws and Montreal wins their next game, Philly is out of the playoffs. Yes.
2: New York and Orlando are holding on barely. Barely. But yeah. It's still. Kind of possible, technically. Right. Uh, Sporting Kansas City. We saw them be really hot in the beginning of the year. They dominated our power rankings for a while, which we'll get to in our next segment. And now they've slid all the way down to the fifth spot in the Western Conference. They're twelve, nine, and nine. Not terrible. Four plus four goal difference. They've played thirty total games. They still got a game in hand that they have to take care of. However, though, uh, like you said, moving away completely from league play just for one match. You know, all. All hands on deck, like we mentioned. Sporting has my vote in this one. I've got them winning this game two to one.
0: You got them winning two to one. I will have them winning this game. We'll go with three to two, just a different differentiate the Fair sport. enough.
2: Yeah, I tweeted it out earlier before we jumped on the show that as much as, it's great that Philly's got a home game and all, but it's it's not going to matter because at the end of the day, sporting holds the better roster and I feel like Dom Dwyer is going to be a force to reckon with tonight.
0: So, if our predictions from last week are worth anything, congratulations, Philadelphia Union. Yeah, <laughs> well
2: done, guys. Well done. We're so glad you finally won I forgot that Philly's only been around for six years. Yeah, yeah. I, meant, I read that today when, when I was doing research for an article that I wrote for hngn dot com, and I was like, well, "Philly's only been around six years." That's right. Just you hear about them talked about all the times, historic, blah blah blah. I'm like.
0: They've only been around six years, but soccer in Philadelphia has been around much longer. Bethlehem Steel, they were the first really professional club Mm -hmm. there, one of the first professional clubs in this country. Uh, Great history of Bethlehem Steel. And, of course, the third kit that the Philadelphia Union uses is a uh, a nod to Bethlehem Steel. Which is a very nice gesture. if If you don't know who the Bethlehem Steel are or were... Did Jesus play for them? I'm sure they had some players that people might have considered <laughs> the savior of that club. <laughs> no uh, but read up on that history. It's pretty awesome. I don't I don't have time to go over all of it today. But mm-hmm. uh, What's interesting, though, is that it was also a team that was named after the company that basically owned them, ah. Bethlehem Steel. That
2: makes sense. Kind of like the Green Bay Packers, the right. packing company,
0: right. Pittsburgh Steelers, talking about the steel industry. So in I guess Pittsburgh. my point is for all of those folks who have a problem with the New York Red Bulls being called the New York Red Bulls, that is not... Uh, unusual. No, it's in really The history not. of sports.
2: Yeah, I have no problem with it. in total honesty, so whether or not uh, Philadelphia is able to overcome the odds and defeat uh, Sporting Kansas City tonight, we'll find out. Obviously, we mentioned Dom Dwyer, player to watch. Uh, MLS Soccer dot com also feels that Sebastian Latou is a guy to keep an eye on. Of course, he's just an always you always keep an eye on Sebastian Latou. He's just I feel like he's almost ageless. He just continues to impress, and he's just one of those guys that you don't count on him as an elite player, but you don't ever count against him. Because right. Because he's capable of changing the way a game flows. He's one of
0: those players that I think any team in the league would be happy to have on their yes. roster. Yes.
2: Oh, I would agree with you on that. I mean, he's, sure, like we mentioned, he's not an elite player, but he can change the flow of a game in a heartbeat. So, alright, uh flipping over from U.S. Open Cup to uh, Major League Soccer playoffs. We've briefly talked, talked about where the people, or where teams sit in the standings, but an update on the standings. Uh, not much has changed uh, for some teams. For other teams, they're still Trying to fight a chance to get in, starting in the Eastern Conference, it reads one through six right now with the Red Bulls, the Revolution, Columbus, DC United, Toronto, and Montreal. Last week, I went on record and stated that the six teams in the playoffs right now will be the six teams that make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, there's no no arguing that. That's you're talking about the Eastern Conference, the correct? Eastern, yes. Yeah, Eastern Conference. I think it's it's pretty much settled. You Even know,
2: with the the three game win streaks that Orlando and NYCFC are on right now,
0: yep, I still think. Uh, I mean, they're they're at 38 points, so they're going to be putting pressure mostly on Toronto and DC because I think Montreal may end up winning. You think <laughs>
2: Montreal is <laughs> going to jump to the fourth spot?
0: I think they will, with with how well they're playing, and with how poor DC DC United's playing, and with how inconsistent Toronto FC is. There's that word. I think Montreal jumps up to the fourth spot.
2: I would not be shocked by that. I mean, I I mentioned I think way back in the in, in the cons- in the beginning of our show, like when we first mm-hmm. began, twenty five mm-hmm. shows ago. Twenty five shows yeah, ago. I know oh, time okay. flies when you're having fun. Um, that I felt that it would be Orlando. I think I said. I think I said Orlando would make the playoffs in the East, but I don't know if that's going to come to. They're fruition. cutting it
0: close though. So you give are. them credit for that.
2: Kaka has been a little back and forth, but we saw Kyle Laren drop. Three goals to break the rookie record.
0: <laughs> if, so this this goes back to my comment before about congratulations, Philadelphia. Yeah. You're probably going to win. We both, sorry, we both said that we think Kyle Laren, Laren will not tie that or break the rookie record until at least the last week of the season, mm. and then he goes and gets a hat trick.
2: Sometimes he just <laughs> likes to, you know, make people mad. And I thought it was interesting that Orlando was able to drop four goals. On the New York Red Bulls, five was it five? It was oh, that's five. Right. To that's two. right. They added a fifth goal later. They on. did. That's right. We got a
0: PK by the way, taking place here with uh, Man U and Wolfsburg. Mata is taking it for Manchester Surprise, United, not it. and it's good. One one, one one. Manchester United and Wolfsburg. Mm. Everybody listening to this on Sports Radio America on Friday is going to be like, "Why? We this know is
2: old news. We already know who won." So you guys in the future that are listening to this show, you should be like, "Ah, oh, I already know who won." Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, (laughs) yeah, so playoff consistently in the East is going to be a fun time to figure out who ends up uh, taking it all, taking the cake. Uh, Western Conference is where it gets interesting. Uh, One through six, respectively, the Galaxy, Whitecaps, FC Dallas, Seattle,
0: Sporting, and Portland. But San Jose is still very much alive, putting pressure on Portland. And Houston's in there as well. And Real Salt Lake, they could sneak in there. They're at 30 games. They win their next one, they're at 41 points. Right now, they're at 38. Um, so that sixth spot is still heavily up for grabs. This is, again, if we want to talk about promotion relegation, this, to me, is just as exciting as a relegation fight for that sixth I'd seed. I agree with
2: you. That's why I like the battle of the playoffs. I feel like it adds an added sense of excitement of, a, oh, it's a possibility that this team might make it, or oh, this team might not make it. And I prefer, the, I prefer who gets in the playoffs than who gets relegated personally. Right,
0: right. And I'm not against promotion relegation. No, it's, I'm not either. We've, we've talked about it on the show before so we don't need to rehash it but I just don't think it's a realistic possibility considering the difference in how much you're spending to get MLS versus NASL versus USL. Um, but I think you can easily make the argument that these playoff battles at the end of the year can be just as exciting mm-hmm. as a relegation or a promotion battle.
2: Oh yeah, I agree with you on that one. Especially like, I think the playoffs is such an American thing to do. Sure. So, from my perspective of following the NFL, a, you know, play I'm at Major League Baseball and National Basketball League, whoever gets in the playoffs, that's a hot ticket. Playoffs. Are, I know the playoffs. playoffs. We are talking about the playoffs. That is something that you want to do. And in soccer, it's all about the points. It's three, you know, three points you could possibly make or break whether or not you make it in. So this is such a huge thing for San Jose and Houston. You mentioned Real Salt Lake a little bit, but I don't. I feel like Real Salt Lake's time is done personally.
0: Yeah, we'll see, because I believe they play Houston and San Jose yet in so their... There is an opportunity their, for yes, it, whether yeah. or not that it comes to... And that's what's going to make this so exciting. Sorry to interrupt you, Go Baxter, ahead. but that's what makes this so exciting, these... The, the 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th seeds right now in the Western Conference. I believe most of them play at least one of those teams, or at least a couple of those teams. So there are great opportunities for a team to
2: sneak in. And we even mentioned about the Revolution. They take on, I believe, NYCFC. They have Montreal. There's a few different games going on.
0: A lot of six-point games is what we call them.
2: Yes, absolutely. All right, well, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll have our new MLS Power Rankings and our predictions for the upcoming week of action. This is 2 Upfront, presented by Sports Radio America. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America. I'm Baxter Colburn.
0: And I'm Simon Provan.
2: All right, Simon, you had something interesting to share with the fans I out there, didn't you? just
0: saw this come across. Michael Bradley. Oh, I'm not always a fan of trash talking, but on Instagram he posted that famous shot of him putting his forehead into uh, Chicharito's forehead. Mm. With the words, "Dose Cero. Ah, 10.10. 10. That is the CONCACAF Cup, for those of you who are wondering what that refers to. CONCACAF. Cup will determine who goes to the uh, what is that called? Confederation's Russia, yes, 2017. 2017. So, of course, this is just a big one because they've each won uh, what year are we in 2015? U.S. won it, the yeah. 2013 CONCACAF Gold Cup. What's the line Donovan, by the way. Mm, uh, 2015 Gold Cup. Well, Mexico was claimed the winner of the 2015 They happen to be in the area, so let's say that. Uh, so this then is is the first time. In the history of CONCACAF, that they took the winners of each uh, CONCACAF gold, uh, cup. gold Cup, yes, and are making them play against each other because it used to be there was one Gold Cup that was basically pointless. Yes, it was just for teams to play, um, and and then the the one that was closest to the Confederations Cup, that winner would go on and play. Well, enough of these federations said this just isn't fair. Why, you know, I understand that CONCACAF does it two times in a World Cup cycle really for the for the Minnows in order to build up their, mm-hmm. their uh, teams and also, of course, because of all the money that was being stolen from sure. these things. Um, but this is exciting. So October 10th, check it out. Mexico, U.S. playing for their spots. I'm excited
2: for it. I think uh, I need to make sure that that is marked yeah. off on my calendar yeah, so I but, can watch it. So
0: Michael Bradley, I'd say well done. But I, like I said, I'm not always a fan of uh, I think that's, locker room material.
2: That's. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. I'm, I'm good for a little bit of. Tra- I mean, it's semi-harmless, but it tends a strong point.
0: Yeah, it does. It does.
2: We have another goal, by the way. In oh, Champions we do. League, yes. Juventus Let's... are on the board against there Sevilla. You go. Now they're up one nil in the 41st minute. A lot of Champions League action going on here as we're doing our taping. It was a great uh, swung ball in, and a nice little header to the far post. Clinical. Well done. All right, Simon. Um, it's time for our new power rankings.
0: oh. This is a weird week, Baxter. It's a very weird week. A we uh, weird week.
2: If we had talked back in the beginning of the season saying, hey, this is what our uh, week, whatever <laughs> it is, power rankings are going to look like, I'd have probably slapped both of us and walked out and been like, call me when you you know, wake up from whatever delusion you're in right now.
0: Last week, I talked about when you walked in here, I said... Y- you're going to think my power rankings are a little crazy. And then when we got on air, we realized, oh, no, they're actually very yeah. similar. And as I was making mine out today, I thought, no, this is the week that Baxter's going to think I'm crazy. And I look over at yours, and I realize, no, we're pretty much the same again. Yeah,
2: we're very similar again. I mean, well, let's refresh my power rankings last week. I had the Revolution at 1,
0: Red Bulls 2, Seattle 3, Montreal 4, Columbus Crew 5. I had Montreal at 5, Columbus at 4, Seattle at 3, New York 1, New England 2.
2: Yep, so we just took the same five teams and just futzed around with them for a little bit and then ended up coming out the same
0: side. And we will say that we've pr- almost done the same thing, but actually, I think we're even closer this week, possibly. Well, maybe we're a little more skewed. We're but a we, little we,
2: off, but we have the same teams again.
0: We do. And we even, I, not to keep going on about how funny I find some of, of this, but... I even had said to Baxter, I said to you, you know, I'm I'm actually going to have two teams at number five. Of what your reply was,
2: yeah, I'm going to two as well. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of the theme that has been rolling. We're very much in sync. So there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Well, I, uh, looking at uh, the teams that we have here. Uh, Our number fives are, as we mentioned, the same. One and the same. Uh, We have both Orlando City and New York City FC. Yes, FC. They're not SC. uh, At five, because both of them are on a three-game win streak right now. Yeah,
0: there's... You know, it's, it's weird to have two teams that are pretty much not going to make it, maybe Orlando does, into the playoffs, but this is where we always go back and forth, is whether the power rankings and it's it's really based on the teams who are playing the strongest right now. It's all now. about current form. Both these more. teams on a three-game win streak, you can't deny that. They're, they may not be able to make the playoffs, but they're certainly doing their best to shake up the playoff picture.
2: Which I think is fantastic from their perspective, because if you can maybe rattle another team's hopes of making a deep run in the playoffs, that allows... Uh, you, know, you like you said, you can play spoiler. I mean I don't feel like the Chicago Fire are gonna probably sneak too many victories away from any teams this season. But no. as we know in the soccer world, anything can happen on any given day. But even still, I mean, come on. Really? Not not surprised.
0: Uh by the way, Kyle Larin became the first MLS uh, player in FIFA 16's Team of the Week. Really? Yeah, Good for him. I mean, when you score a rookie.
2: hat-trick, you have to assume that you're going to...
0: And not just a hat-trick in any game, but a hat-trick against basically the team that is uh, very possibly going to be the Supporter Shield winner.
2: Yes. Yeah, so if you... I think as a rookie, that has to be a massive boost for Laren. Right. You have to be thrilled by that. He's I got 14 he, goals now. As a
0: rookie, but any player, you're going to be happy to get that. I mean, I, I understand your point. 14 goals, I think, regardless yeah. is fantastic. I'm saying getting that hat-trick against one against of the best... Against the Red Bulls? Yeah. Arguably yeah. the best team in the
2: yeah, league side right.
0: So number four, speaking of the Red Bulls, we both have the Red Bulls at number four. Yes, we do.
2: New York Red Bulls at number four. Let's take a look back at some of their recent games. They lost to Orlando City, as we mentioned, 5-2. to two. They defeated the Portland Timbers 2-0. Then they lost to the Revolution 2-1. to And then they've also won against the Fire and against DC United as well.
0: Yeah, so I mean there's they're still a very strong team. I could I had them at number one last week. I still feel like they will be shooting back up to number one before the season's over. Um but you've got four other teams above them that are mm-hmm. playing better.
2: No, I'd agree with you on that one I and mean, that's what we've talked about and we'll reveal in the rest of our power rankings coming forward. Uh, The Red Bulls, they have a good squad, but like you mentioned, they're in a a small funk right now, but it Mm -hmm. won't affect them. Come playoff time, they'll be fine. They've got five games left.
0: And their history of going into funks has been a good sign for them because when they come out of it, they are on fire. Yes.
2: I mean, look at the next five games. To finish off, they have the Crew, the Impact, Toronto, Philly, and Chicago.
0: All winnable games. Yes. Every single one of those. Maybe the Crew is going to be the toughest one. Maybe Montreal. But maybe Montreal, yeah. But those are all winnable games for the New Even York Red Even if they Bulls. claim
2: two out of those games, two wins out of those five remaining games, that'll still they'll keep them in the playoffs. They'll yep. finish a top three spot. That's respectable if you're absolutely if you're in
0: New York, especially considering the way they started. You know, yeah. fans screaming at the administration over there, and <laughs> I don't think they're screaming at the administration anymore. Probably
2: not. No, I would have to agree with you on that one. All right. Well, looking at
0: our number three teams, uh, you have who? I have the New England Revolution. Um, you had them at number 1 last week. I had them at number 2. Yes. Uh they had a loss against the Montreal Impact, 3-0, and then they came out of that with a draw against the lowly Philadelphia Union. So for me that was I had to knock them down at least a peg. Um, understandable. I still think they're an extremely talented team. You got some great players, a great goalkeeper over there. Um <sighs> And as I works. said, you know, it's it's uh, the team I put above them also drew, but they're on a five-game uh Not winless, it's the opposite. What's What's the opposite of winless? Five-game non-losing streak? Unbeaten. (laughs) Unbeaten, thank you. Unbeaten is the word you're looking for. Um, So I'll tell you right away my number two. Well, you can tell them who my number two is.
2: Well, your number two is my number three. There you go. So that works out well, the Seattle Sounders. And uh, as we look at Seattle, they've done decent. Uh, They haven't lost, like you mentioned, uh, they haven't lost in the last six games. Well, they haven't lost in the last five games. Uh, they've won three, they beat Portland, they beat Toronto, they drew with San Jose, they beat Vancouver handily, and then they just drew with Sporting KC. One and, the,
0: and on top of that, the re- one I will say one of the reasons I'm going to have them at number two is what this doesn't show is that 3-0 win over the Whitecaps also in Champions League play. Mm.
2: That's huge. That's absolutely huge. That was a big boost of their confidence. So Seattle sits at Simon and I's. Uh, well, I'm at number two. You're at, you're number, at number two. Three. I'm at number three. Seattle is my third team. Now, uh, this is where it gets a little flip-floppy for us. Uh, Number two for me is your number one. Yes. Uh, My number one was your number three, so we can just kind of go through it fast. Montreal Impact is my number
0: two. Simon, your number one. They're my number one with... I never thought I'd hear the day that the Impact uh, would be a number one team in power rankings. Especially, I mean, they've come out of nowhere. Of course, that nowhere is them signing Drogba. Yes. But, I mean, six-game unbeaten streak... Two zero over DC, two one over the Fire, three zero over New England, and they had a couple of draws in there with San Jose, Alley Galaxy, and of course another win over the Chicago Fire. So they've got some games in there that yes, they should have won, but then they got games in there that you wouldn't expect them to win or draw. The the again, that like they the, drew galaxy. In the Galaxy, Galaxy was right. massive. So I uh, think that was
2: a massive confidence booster.
0: Absolutely. I mean. Yeah, that's they they had that win against the fire at four three that started this run, but yep. then you go the next week. You can be thinking, Okay, well it was the fire, how much of a win was that really? Exactly. But then you go and draw the galaxy and then you go and draw San Jose, who's also a strong team right now as well. Then you come out of that beating your New England revolution three mm. nothing. I'm sorry when uh when a team's playing that well, I have to kind of forgive what's happened in the past. And I agree. They're they're the hottest team in the, in MLS for me right Fair now. Fair
2: enough. Well, yeah. You have Montreal at t- uh, I have Montreal at two. You have them at one. I have the New England Revolution still at one, based off of their entire length of uh, victories right now. Yes, I understand they've lost one. They lost against the Impact and it's tied with the Philadelphia Union. Take away that one loss to Montreal the last time the Revolution lost a game was July 11th, -hmm. Uh, so they've been on a fantastic run of form. I don't think that loss to Montreal defines how they've been recently. And the draw to Philly, well... Yes, I get it. New England, they've only got 3 games left in their regular season play. They've got the Fire, the Impact, and NYCFC. They should take at least 2 out of those games. I'm on the fence about Montreal right now because of how well they've been playing, obviously.
0: Can I accuse you of having just a little bit of heart in you your power rankings? You can have a smidge bit of heart, okay. but it happens. Okay. It happens. If Portland was playing well, you might be there too. I, you know, I, I see I'm the type of guy that I'm I'm harder on my own teams than I am on any other team.
2: I usually am too, and I was a bit I was a very hard on New England early in the season, but I feel like the long haul they've been playing.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're, as I, I, you know, I was saying it before, they're a great team. I just, it's the two teams. Losing three, nothing to any team is, is, is never good. But then to come out of that drawing with Philly, that's, that's my one thing that I look at that and go, oof. Yeah. That's, uh, that's more telling for me than, than anything else. Understandable.
2: No, I, I definitely get what you're saying, what you're saying on that part. Um, All right. So one time again, both of us have our new power rankings here on two up front. Simon and I both have NYC FC and Orlando City SC at number five. Number four are the New York Red Bulls for both of us, respectively. Number three for Simon is the Revolution. Number three for me is Seattle. Number two for Simon is Seattle. Number two for myself is Montreal. And number one for Simon is Montreal. And number two, number one for myself is the Revolution.
0: Can I make an early prediction? Please. This is the only time we will have Montreal, NYCFC, and Orlando in our power rankings. Oh, ever.
2: Ever again. <laughs> Even we could, we could do this show for another 20 years. Yes. I don't yes. think it would ever get to that point again, honestly.
0: What's going on? What's with all these East teams in our power yeah, rankings? Well, that's just it. It's You mentioned it last show. West. Western teams are so good, but they're just beating up on each other right they're now. tired, Which makes me wonder if the MLS Cup winner will actually come out of the West, or are we going to see that team come out of the East? Fair enough.
2: All right, well, Simon, it's time for some predictions. Taking place Friday night is D.C. United against New York City FC. United, New York, who you got?
0: I'm going to call, and I will call this an upset. D.C. is going to win this game. Mm,
2: okay. I can understand that. D.C., the home team in this game. Very much possible. Um, I'm going to continue on the bandwagon of New York, of New York right. right now.
0: All right, gotta, someone's got to keep the seats warm. Uh, Toronto and Philly on Saturday. Philly's going to put so much into this game tonight. The Open Cup final here on Wednesday night. They are they're going to be worn out for this game. Toronto FC is going to take this one.
2: I feel like Toronto might handily beat them. Also. Yes. And I get it. You want to put all your eggs in a basket if you're Philly, but you can't forget about league play and possible playoff play also.
0: I'm just looking ahead here, Baxter. There are a lot of great games in MLS this weekend. I'm stoked. My goodness. Honestly,
2: I'm very excited about this weekend of play. Uh, looking at uh, the New York Red Bulls taking on Columbus Crew.
0: This is a tough one to call. Uh, you got Kamara, who, who's still on a hot streak. Yep. Um, Bradley Wright Phillips, on the other hand, is also playing really well. The Red Bulls I'm going to I'm going to take New York in this one.
2: Yep, I'd have to agree with you on that one, uh Columbus Crew. I just I'm a little concerned. Mhm. They've mm-hmm. played well, but they're dropping just a wee bit, so I've got to go with um got to go with the Red Bulls winning this game. Orlando and Montreal typically uh an okay game, but now it has a bit of
0: a uh, bit of purpose. Yes, which Orlando team will show up? That's the question. Is uh it? I think no matter which one it is, Montreal's going to take this one.
2: Mm, both teams score in this game? Yes. How many goals?
0: I think this is this. I think this is going to be a shootout,
2: like a three-two
0: or yeah. a four-three kind yep. of game. I, I think more of a four-three. Neither team have a very good
2: goalie, so I wouldn't be surprised to see a bit of a shootout happen. Uh, the Chicago Fire taking on the oh, who are you taking? Oh, I'm so sorry. I've got. Uh, I'm going to call an upset. I'm going to go Orlando in okay. this. Team. All right, all right. Uh, Chicago and New England. I'm going to take with uh, stick with the Revolution in this game. They've uh, all. It's it's a rivalry game for the Revolution, but I right. feel like they're sick and tired of their. Not winning a game the last two games, so they're going to come out and try to pound the Chicago Fire.
0: I'm going to go crazy. I'm taking the Fire on this one. That's
2: fine. It's fine. You you can do what you want. It's your yeah. Your your prediction, not mine.
0: (laughs) And it's not because I think I say this every time I pick somebody other than New England. It's not because it's against New England. I just, mm-hmm. I'm feeling for the fire. I think they've got to get a win in here some, they, at some the point. The fire
2: has been extinguished a long time ago. <laughs> Let's be honest about this. Your beloved Portland Timbers taking on Sporting Kansas City, a great Western Conference game. One Playoff
0: of the implications are here because we also have San Jose taking on Vancouver, FC Dallas taking on Houston in that, uh, in that Texas derby. Um, I like I used my argument with the Toronto FC Philly game. I'm going to use the same argument here and say that Portland is going to win this game. Mm. And I think it's Portland had that fantastic win over Columbus. I feel like all they need is one more win and they're in. And Fair I enough. think this could be that game.
2: Hmm. I'm going to call a draw. Yeah. No, yeah, I feel like sporting is still going to have a little bit left in the tank and uh, is going to surprise Portland with a draw.
0: You never know if Portland's going to actually be able to put that ball in the back of the net. They yeah. will. They will out. They will outshoot every team they play the oh, rest of course. the way. But you never know if they're going to score. So uh, I can. I can totally understand you that, calling that a draw.
2: Yes. Yep. I agree on that one. All right. San Jose and Vancouver, another Western Conference playoff implication matchup. San Jose, Vancouver. Ooh, Vancouver. You'd like to say yes, but because of how well San Jose's been playing recently,
0: San Jose's playing well. Vancouver's got the long trip. It's actually not too long. It's northern California. It's they're going Jose. from there. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's still a trip, but I'm taking San Jose.
2: I figured you would. I'm going to take Vancouver. Okay. All right, FC Dallas and Houston on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to go with Houston winning this game.
0: Okay. I'm, I'm going to take FC Dallas. Okay. Very nice. Uh,
2: Colorado and Real Salt Lake, the game that is being televised. Good for them, I guess. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's going to be on Fox Sports 1. Sorry for those guys they are going to cover that game. <laughs> yes. Rail Salt Lake is going to win this game.
0: I'm taking Real Salt Lake as well. All right. and then, well, Big one, exciting one on FS1 in the nightcap, Seattle and LA Galaxy. Mm, that is going to be fun. I've got LA winning. <sighs> I do as well. I was hoping you were going to take that other team. No. Come and th- well, I'll tell you what, I'm taking it because of history. We talk about these games. They've got their th- number. Exactly. The Galaxy just seemed to have Seattle's <clears throat> number.
2: There's nothing wrong with that. Galaxy, all the way, baby. Western Conference favorite team right there. I've been a fan of the Galaxy before it was cool. (laughs) That's that's what my argument. I'd say
0: we we have a couple games on Wednesday, but who knows when we're going to be recording our show. Maybe we do it again next Wednesday.
2: It's possible. So we'll
0: save those for next week.
2: Exactly. All right, we are going to go to a break. When we come back, we'll have our I Believe segments and wrap up another edition of Two Up Front. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back to another edition of Two Up Front, presented by Sports Radio America.
0: I am Baxter Culvern. This is Simon Provan. Hey Baxter, there's a couple of things I did want to talk about. We haven't mentioned the Milwaukee Torrent in a while, True. and I've uh, been in contact with Andy Davi, the owner of the Torrent, and also will be the head coach. Um, so that's a team that's going to be starting up here with the ASL Two League, yes. American Soccer uh, League, next two. summer. Uh, they have announced that all the spots in their October 18th tryouts have been filled, oh. so they'll be looking at 30 players. Andy does tell me that there will be other tryouts, but no dates have been set. Um, and also, uh Milwaukee Torrent player, the first player they signed, James Weber, he's playing over in Sweden right now, um, got two goals in his last game, so that's exciting, well done. exciting Milwaukee news. We had James and Andy news.
2: on the show back uh, about a month or so ago, uh, a little bit more than that. Right, right. Time flies in your hands. Beginning fun. of the
0: summer, actually, was, was Good what it lord, was. it's been that long. Well, yeah. Uh, so, so just checking in there with our friends over at the Milwaukee Torrent. Yeah, so well done for them. Best wishes on all of you trying out for the Milwaukee Torrents. Yeah, I
2: thought about trying out, but I just didn't want to embarrass anybody. So, <laughs> I figured I'd just let I'd let you know, let somebody else have a chance.
0: I, you know, actually, I thought about showing up at tryouts. Did you? And watching. Oh,
2: okay. I mean, I was like, <laughs> I'd try out if you're going to try. I think that'd be fun. I did that with a buddy of mine what, three years ago now, right after I got my foot surgery and I was cleared to play, my buddy's like, you wanna try it for the Milwaukee wave? I was like, ha, okay, sure. <laughs> so I mean we didn't neither of us made it, but it was still fun to go and we just all their tryouts were as you played four indoor soccer games sure. in a row. Yeah. It was rigorous and painful and exciting, but you just got to play soccer for, you know, a day. I, and I a am half.
0: gonna try to get back on the field. I haven't played in a year because of several injuries yes. I've had, but I'm actually I've signed up for a over forty, mm. even though I'm, I'm not forty yet, but they get three underage players, and you are one of the lucky uh, ones. I'm I'm one of the lucky ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna put give in, it a coach. shot this fall. We'll I'll see come how it play. goes.
2: Come put me in. Yeah, you could come play in the fall soccer league that I play in. I might have to. Yeah, our friend Brad Kastrava plays too. Oh, does he? He Does. How yeah. do I not
0: know about this stuff? I, just, I don't know. All right, Why don't you come out and play. I was right. looking
2: for more people. Game on Sunday if you got nothing going on.
0: Well, I've got a, kind of a show going
2: on. Shh. You got time. You always have time for soccer, Simon. <laughs> Come on. Let's be honest. Like we always have time for this segment of the show. I that we will win. 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 It is our I Believe segment here on 2UpFront. And the way it works is Simon and I both offer an I Believe statement about something that we believe is going to happen in the soccer world. Hypothetically, I believe that FIFA will fold and it will be a new organization next summer.
0: You know, let me just talk about that. So (laughs) the newest controversy with Michael Platini basically getting paid off by FIFA to not run as president Mm. when he was going to challenge Seth Blatter. $2 million payment that he's saying, well, no, it's for for work I did 14 years ago. Hey,
2: well, you know, it's. you know, inflation and other things. So, I can understand that.
0: I, I think your hypothetical, I believe, may not actually be too hypothetical when to it's all thrilled. said and done.
2: I usually, my hypotheticals are usually very outlandish and crazy, but you never know. There's a bit of truth mixed yes, in my hypotheticals. Yes, so. yeah. All right, Simon, you can go first this week.
0: Yeah, I believe that Everton is not an anomaly sitting in the fifth spot in the Premier League. I think Everton, Tim Howard this week came out and said this is the best Everton team he's ever played with since he's been playing there since, I think it was 2006 is when he transferred over there. Uh, Those those are big words out of a great goalkeeper, and uh, they're sitting at fifth. Great comeback win over West Brom this past Monday. I think Everton's going to be back in Europe. Now, whether that's a good thing, I think they'll probably end up back in the Europa League. Okay. But teams, as much as the English teams don't do well in Champions League recently, it seems like the team that ends up in the Europa League tends to suffer so much in league play. And there's different reasons for that. We won't have to get into all of those. But one of the big ones is those games happen on Thursdays. Yes. And then you got to turn around and play again on Saturday or Sunday.
2: Yeah, that's definitely a... A bit of a, a cruel, a cruel thing to deal with because it's like you mentioned; it's not a lot of time. You usually are traveling outside of the country that you're based in. It's jet
0: lag, etc. Right, et cetera. right. So you don't have to get as much time to recover. Now, I will say too, what uh, a big factor in, or what will really help me determine if what I'm saying is true. This weekend, first Mercy Side, Mercy Derby mm. of the season. That's a six a.m. game, Central feel about that? Time. Uh you know I. I think Everton has a better team right now than Liverpool. Ever- Everton should win this game. Okay. Um. So, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. You know, last week I called that Everton would beat West Brom. They had me worried there for a while, but they came back and played strong. I think when you win a game like that in that fashion, coming back and winning 3-2 after being down. Yeah, that's that, a huge confidence that's boost. That's a there. huge confidence boost that tends to stay with you for at least a few games. I understand. So I'm calling, I'm calling an Everton win in the first Merseyside Derby of the season.
2: Okay. All right. Well, my I Believe this week uh, centers around who we talked about in the first segment, Didier Drogba. I believe that Didier Drogba, with five games remaining in the season, will finish the season with more than 13 goals. Ooh, He's got seven right now. Yeah. I think he'll get a minimum of 13 to finish out the year.
0: he got six more games. Is that right? The five. Impact of five. Okay. Yeah, five okay. games left. Yeah. I think it's very doable. With it the, is. With the pace that he's
2: been on recently, mm-hmm. I feel like Drogba could easily eclipse 13 goals on the year. It won't put him in complete MLS MVP talk, but he'll
0: still be. He'll be mentioned. A conversation. But like I said, they're already giving it to Giovinco. Which is stupid.
2: Don't. Give it to Kai. Kai Kamara's worked way too hard to not get it. Well, is just a big name.
0: Well, and Gia, I mean, Giovinco is a goal scorer and a man who feeds plenty of assists. So I understand that argument. Uh, yeah. But,
2: yeah. but I even still, know. if if MLS is smart, they will not give it. unless he goes off the last few games then I will be like okay that's fine (laughs) but no right now Kai Kamara deserves the MVP award alright well thank you for tuning in to another edition of 2 Upfront presented by Sports Radio America remember you can catch us on Fridays right here on Sports Radio America from 3 to 6 Eastern you can also catch us on demand on iTunes, iHeartRadio and on Spreaker.com as well you can also find us on social media
0: Facebook we are 2 Upfront on Twitter we are at 2 Upfront Soccer at Baxter Colburn At Simon Provan I did it again The Forget wrong emphasis own. On the wrong syllable And forgot my own name I was, saying, yes. I, was like,
2: I was more concerned About you forgetting Your own name Than mispronouncing my name Remember the Q Is silent in Baxter
0: That's right Yes it Always
2: yes. gets you Gets me every time too I mean, I've done that before When I'm doing like DMV papers And they're like yeah. Wait what I'm like Just Don't worry about it It's fun." My wife slaps me And then I laugh I'm You
0: know like, what you should Add to that Is the Q is silent
2: And invisible They would be It's kind of like When I go to restaurants And I ask for powdered water or diet water. The waitress. We did. My dad did that one time, and a waitress actually went and asked the manager and said, "Sorry, we're out of diet water." <laughs> Probably one of the better memories of my childhood, right there.
0: So what you're saying is basically you're you're channeling your dad with all yes. of these dad jokes that you my make son, when you're my not sarcasm. a dad sarcasm.
2: I'm not. A few more years. I, we just well, got you get, two cats. You did get two cats. So I'm a That's I'm right. a I'm a furry father. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right way to go with it. Anyway, thank you for tuning in to another edition of Two Up Front. He's Simon Proven. I'm Baxter Colburn. Enjoy the soccer action. We will see you all again next week. Good luck to all of you and your favorite soccer teams, with our manager being the one above. We are Two Up Front.